biggest news in KC was last night was not the that the Braves won the World Series. It was not that the Braves were the were the best team since the second half. It was that Jorge Soler won the MVP. He of course played for the Royals and hit 48 home runs, which is now tied with Salvador Perez for the most home runs in a Royals uniform. But before that, it was it was Jorge Soler's record. And even before that, the record was 35. Before that. So, or Balbany. He led the Royals with 35. So you know that the home run record was very hard to get before Jose Soler hit that home run. But, as many of uh, shows do, they talk about football. But why wouldn't a team be deserved to talk about if they won the championship? And that's what the Braves did last night. And yes, the Braves went through some very terrible injuries and were not very good at the All-Star break. Sort of like the Royals in 2014. The only difference is, is those Braves won the World Series. But they didn't do it with fantastic players. Yes, they had some great players. But who knows if those Braves will be Hall of Famers. But they had a great bullpen. And just like the Royals, they didn't have any Hall of Famers. And also, Dayton Morris, or he's the general manager of the Kansas City Royals, so original assistant general manager of the Braves. And before that, John Scherholz was a manager in 1985 when the Royals won the World Series. And then John Scherholz won it then. And with all the injuries of the Braves went through and all the team, this team, with going 6 for 6 of the deadline, was a true champion. As you saw in that video, Jorge Soler hit a bomb. 446 feet and over 109 miles an hour. It helped rule them to the World Series victory. Breaking news at midday. You are looking now at the official mugshot of Henry Ruggs III. Police say the former Raider was driving drunk, going more than 150 miles an hour when he crashed into a car, killing a young woman driving. We've also learned the victim is 23-year-old Tina Tintor of Las Vegas. Now, Ruggs was wheeled into the courtroom just moments ago. You can see video here from the courtroom where they just brought him in. He was also wearing that neck brace. You can see District Attorney Steve Wolfson spoke right after court as well. We have team coverage on all these new developments. Alyssa Bethencourt was at this morning's hearing. She'll have the latest from court. But we start with Rusty Mate in studio here with more on the arrest report that just came in. Ross. This report really paints a tragic picture of what happened to the victim in this case early Tuesday morning. As you guys mentioned, police say Ruggs was traveling more than 150 miles per hour in his Chevy Corvette when he struck the victim, Tina Tintor's car. Tintor's car then caught on fire. Two men who witnessed that crash tried pulling her out of the car but were unable to because she was pinned inside. Tintor and a dog that was riding in the back seat were both killed. At court this morning, District Attorney Steve Wolfson says Ruggs' blood alcohol level was twice the legal limit at the time it was drawn. The report also states Ruggs refused a field sobriety test when officers arrived at the scene. 
And police say they also collected a gun from the floorboard of Ruggs' car as well. Guys, we are getting new details all the time. We'll keep you updated if we hear anything new. David Kalina. That's a lot. Thanks, Ross. Uh, well, Ruggs' first court appearance this morning with his legal team standing by. A judge read the former Raider his charges after the hearing. District Attorney Steve Wolfson spoke about the case, like Ross just mentioned as well. Our very own Alyssa Bethancourt was in the courtroom this morning. She's live right now from Regional Justice Center. Alyssa? We now know that former Las Vegas Raider, Raiders player Henry Ruggs III was traveling at 156 miles per hour yesterday morning before the crash. That crash ended up killing a 23-year-old woman and her dog. Now, Ruggs appeared in court this morning facing charges connected to the deadly crash. In court, prosecutors said his blood alcohol level was .161, more than two times the legal limit. Police said they also found a black iPhone and a gun, which were found in the passenger side floorboard of Ruggs's car. Court records show the 22-year-old could face two felony charges, DUI resulting in a death and reckless driving. The state is also looking at another possible charge for that firearm that was found. Judge Joe Bonaventure set his bail at $150,000 and ordered Ruggs to abstain from alcohol and other controlled substances. He was also ordered not to drive and to surrender his passport. We heard from Clark County District Attorney Steve Wolfson this morning, who described the entire situation as tragic and unbelievably sad. You know, I just met the family this morning. The family's torn apart as anybody would be. This was a terrible, terrible collision. It's about choices. And if somebody chooses to drive while under the influence and drive in excess of 150 miles an hour, we're going to seek justice. Uh, this community needs to understand that driving while impaired is a serious matter. I learned in a very household with my dad that you would never drive home drunk. You were always going to take an Uber home. You could go out and party. You could go out and have fun. But the one thing you would not do in my household is, is get a DUI. Besides that factor, that car is used as a weapon. When any time a car is going over 150 miles, for that matter, even over 130, once it is going that fast, there is no stopping. Also, a race at the time of that going on. There is no question in my mind, this guy deserves 15 to 25 years. Why? You may ask. He's got a car that he was driving 150 miles an hour plus. He's got a gun in the car, which in my mind, the state should require all licenses, a gun license. And probably he did not, just by his lifestyle and all that stuff. But not even that important, that detail. He was having a race going on. There was a reported race going on when he got in the accident. Some people are reporting all those reports, I will add that, but he was um, hit another car right before that, and then hit the other car after that. Obviously, the axis of the bigger car accident. Big news in the local story, and we will not see Mahomes and Rogers once again. Last time Mahomes and Rogers played back in 2019, 
Mahomes was injured the previous game against the Brendan Broncos. Well, this time it is because Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID. Well, usually I feel bad for the person that got diagnosed with COVID. This guy, though, Aaron Rodgers, chose not to get vaccinated. And you know, like when you do in school, there's consequences for your actions. And in this case, there's consequences for his actions. Of course, this means the long and waiting career of Jordan Love will happen. And trust me, that won't make Aaron Rodgers happy for him being the starting quarterback of this game. He would be on, like to be on the field to play Patrick Mahomes. There's no doubt that in my mind. It also may end Rodgers' career in Green Bay. You never know how much that would turn out as this was a crazy offseason for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. That, that made the Chiefs line jump from two and a half all the way up to seven and a half. And it could have even, maybe even, jumped the line to the Packers being favored if Rodgers was playing. The Packers are still pretty good at seven and one. The Chiefs are at four and four. Kickoff from Arrowhead Stadium is at 325.